Welcome to The Crossing, the sermon podcast from Washington National Cathedral. We're so glad you're with us, and we hope this week's episode gives you comfort and inspiration. Be sure to check out our other Crossing podcast, Tower Talks, where you can find untold stories from cathedral docents, volunteers, staff, and artists who have each helped make the cathedral into the national treasure we all love. And now, enjoy this week's sermon. Come now, long-expected Jesus, born to set thy people free. From our fears and sin, release us. Let us find our rest in thee. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. In his song, Anthem, Leonard Cohen famously wrote, Ring the bells that still ring. Forget your perfect offering. Everything has a crack in it. That's how the light gets in. Everything has a crack in it. That's how the light gets in. I would say it's fair to assess that all of us, as we come toward the end of 2020, have cracks and are brokenhearted. So much loss, so much grief, so much suffering that's ongoing. How can we not be brokenhearted? And yet, it is through those cracks that the light gets in. As we come toward Bethlehem, we're a few days out to welcome the Christ child. As we come toward an end of 2020, in the beginning of a new year, I believe all of us long to repair those cracks and to heal our broken hearts. And we know it won't be easy. There's much work before us. That's been made clear. But as we reflect on 2020, let us not lose sight of the grace notes and the miracles and the light that's come through the cracks, even in this challenging year. Who would have imagined that we would be some nine months after we learned about coronavirus having vaccines that will take us to a new place where we can finally defeat this devastating virus. No one could have imagined that we would have been able to come to this point so quickly. It happened because scientists all across the globe came together for a singular purpose, to save lives. It's not just a grace note. It's a miracle. And so as we approach a new year with new possibilities, I want to invite you with your cracked and broken heart to consider something totally counterintuitive. 
And that is, when we are most afraid and in pain, so often we hunker down and we try and protect that which hurts. I'm going to invite you to break that heart wide open. Let all of Christ's light and life and love fill you and heal you and prepare you for a new year with new possibilities. Qualitative researcher Dr. Brene Brown gives us some basis for this counterintuitive approach. She is wont to say, as a qualitative researcher, she loves to be able to control, predict, but she learned in her exhaustive research on how people become wholehearted was totally contrary to what she imagined. What she learned after years of exhaustive research was that the people who evidenced the most wholeheartedness and full living with courage and wisdom were people who were vulnerable and struggled. Totally counterintuitive. If you don't believe it, watch her TED Talk. It's been viewed by over 51 million people, so she obviously had something important to say. And as we look at vulnerability and struggle, consider our gospel lesson today. There's Mary, a teenager and a young one at that, whose life trajectory seems fairly predictable to her. She's going to marry Joseph. And she has a sense of what her life will be like. And there, in the middle of nowhere, she's minding her own business. A messenger of God in the form of Gabriel appears before her and gives her the most extraordinary message. Mary, have I got news for you? Your life's about to change. And Gabriel tells Mary that she's going to do something that no one's ever done and no one since ever has. And Mary couldn't have been more vulnerable. And we know from Scripture she struggled. She pushed back a bit. Now, I would have asked a lot more questions personally, but that's another sermon for another day. Gabriel reassures her, I know this may not make sense, but nothing is impossible with God. Nothing. And with that, Mary says yes. Her life was changed forever. And as a consequence, so is ours. When in your life have you said yes to God? And how did that change things? It's been a tough year. There's no arguing that. But what might 2021 look like? 
if we too are vulnerable, we too struggle, but we do it together in common purpose for nothing is impossible with God. So often in challenging times, I find that if I can reflect on history, I find some helpful transferable concepts. I want to invite you to go back 52 years tomorrow, as a matter of fact. It was 1968, an incredibly difficult year in our country. The Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. had been assassinated, and there were race riots all across the country. Robert F. Kennedy was assassinated. The Vietnam War was raging, and there were anti-war protests all across our country. The Cold War was at a fever pitch, and people were terrified. It seemed at the time like our country was coming apart at the seams. Tensions were high. People were divided and pitted against one another. And on December 21st, 1968, what had seemed like the impossible came together to do something that had never been done. Now I'm speaking about Apollo 8. Three astronauts in a capsule that had them shoulder to shoulder in a capsule that was 11 feet by 13 feet, sat on top of a Saturn V rocket to be thrust out of Earth's orbit into space, into hopefully a lunar orbit, traveling 25,000 miles an hour. It was preposterous. But scientists came together. They took what had only been a dream and it made it a reality. For you see, with God, nothing is impossible. And on December 24th, millions of Americans and a billion people worldwide tuned in to a Christmas Eve broadcast when the three astronauts had seen the Earth rise on the far side of the moon. What they could see was the gray lunar landscape and the black of space. But this teeny, tiny globe, blue and white in that dark sky, appeared, and it was Earth. 240,000 miles away, so small that Jim Lovell remarked that he could take his thumb and move it and see it and move it and cover it up. And they were filled with awe. What they saw was beautiful. What they saw was God's creation. What they saw was a planet that had no borders that had no walls, that had no red states and blue states and us in them. They quoted scripture that night. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And they read through the first part of Genesis where everything was pronounced 
good by God. And they wished people all across the world a Merry Christmas. And they blessed them, all of them, on the good earth. It was a grace note and light in the darkness of a difficult year. You see, when we come together in a common purpose, miracles can happen, for nothing is impossible with God. On Friday night, I had several epiphanies as I worshiped with many of you watching our Gospel Christmas service. It was pre-recorded, and I was so looking forward to it because I knew what a beautiful offering it was intended to be, praising God and by association offering worship and praise to you. And as I began to watch the service, I saw that we had and heard that we had a sound snafu. I was brokenhearted. I knew how much all of my cathedral friends and family had worked so hard to offer their very best to God and by extension to you. And I started to follow the chat. And it was clear from what I read that so many of you were disappointed. And that broke my heart. And then I began to pray. This is part of the epiphany. One of the very special moments toward the end of that service was a young woman, Madison Butler, a teenager, who had the most beautiful solo, shine your light, shine your light, Jesus, on me, shine your light, Jesus, through me. And I thought about the courage it took that young woman to sing that solo in this great cathedral. And she had our own beloved Amani Grace behind her and other singers helping to back her up. That would have totally intimidated me. I don't know about you. But she was so sweet. And it was such a beautiful offering that I began to pray to God that the sound wouldn't be distorted for her peace, because it was an early Christmas gift to me. And furthermore, I was so concerned that the disappointing chat might touch this young woman. And so I prayed and I prayed, and my first epiphany was reflecting on how that made me feel. And I had no intention of offering this this morning, but God put it on my heart in my early morning walk. And so stay with me because I'm trying to be faithful to what I felt God led me to do. And that causes me to be vulnerable. But in watching that chat, I realized what a difficult year this has been for so many of us. And at times, it's cost us to be cranky. Let's just face it. And I began to reflect on those times 
This year when I've been too quick to criticize or too slow to give someone or a situation the benefit of the doubt, and I ask God in that moment to forgive me, and I ask you, all of you, to forgive me. And here comes the second epiphany. I realized in watching that service that people had worked so hard to offer. The musicians were here till 11.30 at night. That one of the realities of this virtual time is that the services that we offer are for all of us worship. We're together creating them, and we are worshiping God. And we hope that we are offering that worship and praise along with you. But when you're at home watching it on a screen, I realize that sometimes it can feel like a performance. And I want to assure you, it's not. We're all people of faith. And we're trying to use the gifts God's given us to the best of our ability. But we are humans, and we make mistakes, and our equipment fails. So I want to follow this, an epiphany and a confession, with the invitation to a gift. The sound has been fixed. You can go back and watch that service in the beautiful way in which it came together. But if you only have five minutes, pick up the Gospel Christmas link. Fast forward to about 45 minutes in the service and listen to Maddie Butler. Let Christ's light shine through her. It's so obvious watching her and listening to her that she said yes to God a long time ago. Trust me, if you're not in the mood for Christmas, that will take you there. Because you see, we may all be cracked, but it's through the cracks that the light gets in. My brothers and sisters, Christ is coming. Let us be glad and rejoice. Amen.